I hate the good ones. Is Jerry one of the good ones? That's a good question. I think he thinks he is. The mediocre ones are available. But they're so insecure about not being one of the good ones that they're always going, well, I'm not good enough for you. What are you doing with me? And eventually I just go, you're right. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chucked. Never will chuck. No chuck. You chuck? Kramer, am I a chucker? Oh, you're a chucker. Welcome to Side Bros. My name is Jacob, and joining me on the line, a man who is always willing to discuss the rainforest and wants to be a Civil War buff, my brother and co-host, Jonah Krause. How you doing, Jonah? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm excited for our newest edition of an episode and a little bit weirded out because we are running into a problem for the first time here, <laughs> and we're trying to go back and forth about which way to approach this. And that we're doing the uh, the fix up, and then we came across the boyfriend episode, which is two parts. And our show is obviously we do two episodes per show, and uh, the boyfriend is two parts. So we decided to split the baby and do just gotta see the baby. Um, <laughs> we decided to do just the first part up and through uh, the part where jo- George comes out of the bathroom with his pants down. And that's how I feel when we do have these episodes, like catch me <laughs> with my pants down. <laughs> I know. Um, we talked it through. We came up with a solution relatively quick. I think it'll uh, work out in the end. I think it'll come across. Yeah. And I think uh, I, I honestly, it up, I kind of like splitting it up a little bit. Yeah. And I think this uh, episode actually has a nice, that, that end there to the first part of boyfriend actually is a nice kind of ending to an episode so i feel like it's not really too awkward to like go you know cut it off there and uh it picks up it picks up nice like a nice fresh start yep and and speaking of splitting so we 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 were talking about how our podcast was about you know sign bros we're all about splitting hairs and uh (laughs) <laughs> we didn't split hairs at the end of the last one we both decided to give it a tie so I, I really feel like we need to pick a winner between the pest dispenser and the suicide so let's just give it a quick and dry like which one do you pick uh i think initially i started leaning towards the pez dispenser but i think after listening to our podcast i'm going to go with the suicide yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the same way. So it's the, the suicide wins that one. So we did yeah. pick a winner, and I feel like since we are a no research pod or a small research pod, and then a uh, a splitting hairs pod, I think we needed to to make a decision there. So I'm glad we came up with a solution. Um, by, by, I, a, by a hair only. By a, <laughs> that, that is such a close. Oh yeah. T- uh, matchup. Yeah. So. Yep. So another thing that we kind of talked about last time was uh, our one listener, our sister Janine Greaves, doesn't yeah. know who John McEnroe is. And we got a text shortly after she listened to the episode and she says, I know who the fuck Joe, Joe, uh, Joe McEnroe, John, Joe McEnroe, John McEnroe is. <laughs> which, which actually got me to thinking that, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm actually has a John McEnroe episode on there so it's just it's kind of funny that it, it's uh partially 
like a full circle, a crop circle, if you will, um, <laughs> that that he makes an appearance there. And uh, another crazy coincidence from the last episode, which actually after I listened to it, I was dying laughing thinking about this. So there's a character on the show named Sue Albano, and she gets the... <laughs> <laughs> she gets... She gets divorced. And she says, I'm not Albano anymore. And is it because she was married to uh, wrestling legend Lou Albano? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I know. I know. So funny. She couldn't. She dated him when there was a when he was a wrestler, but when he became a manager, she when he couldn't, became she couldn't a... handle his heel, heel tactics. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was growing sick and tired of finding all those rubber bands all over the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those were two really good ones. Uh, it was fun, fun doing that one last yeah, week for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, Janine, I, I think both of us are so, um, like, removed from mainstream pop culture or whatever that we totally forgot that McEnroe is is kind of, like, mainstream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I look at him as just, like, a tennis player, and I'm like, Janine doesn't follow tennis, but I forgot he's kind of, like, pop culture. Yeah, he's been in, like, movies, television yeah, shows. Tennis, tennis he's bad like, boy, as, yeah. she, as she put it, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of interesting that she definitely doesn't know who John McNamara is. Though. No, that's definitely if she comes out with that, then I'll be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh do you want to get into our first episode today, which is the fix up? And uh the second episode, like we said earlier, is gonna be the boyfriend part one. So do you want to jump into the fix up? Yeah, I do. And uh as I texted you a little earlier today. You had been coming. For, I, I had seen the Pez dispenser um, somewhat recently, so I knew going in how good it was. Good it was. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen these two in a while, and they were they did not disappoint at all. So the fix up opens up, and Jerry and George are at a restaurant having dinner, and they're talking about women, and and George is just like acting his neurotic self and being kind of disgusting the way he eats. Why even try anymore? There's no sense to it. I'm never going to meet anybody. I should just accept it. Oh, yes, you will. No, I won't. Yeah, maybe you won't. <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough to meet a woman you dislike, much less like. And Jerry turns to him. He's just like, are my nostrils getting bigger? <laughs> and then uh, the scene flips to Elaine and her friend Cynthia, and they're also out to dinner, and they're talking about men. You know, maybe you need somebody between good and mediocre. No, maybe I need somebody who has nothing. Somebody who just has to appreciate being with me because he's so desperate. <laughs> and then it flips back to George and uh, George is going on and talking about how um, his dream is just to become hopeless because I guess that's his only hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then it flips back to Elaine and Cynthia and Cynthia's bantering on and on about uh, how if she's not married by 40, uh, she'll have to kill her mother because her mother, you know, keeps saying that she's got to get married. And um, yeah, Elaine's like, at least you're not bitter. And she says, who says I'm not bitter? And, uh, and she's like, well, you're young. He's like, who says I can't be young and bitter? She asks Elaine to, she finishes up her meal. And she asks Elaine to order some cake because she has to go into the bathroom and throw up. <laughs> the next scene opens up and it's Jerry and Elaine and uh, they're they're at the apartment and they're talking about their nights and 
they're lying about the things that they talked about because they talked about just the minutia nonsense and just like women and men. I think Elaine said something that they're talking about the rainforest. Jerry is talking about how some something crazy, and, and then he's just like laugh and he's like actually George was kind of in rare form he's given up he's given up on everything she's like Elaine's like yeah Cynthia too and um, they kind of glance at each other and yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> I've never fixed anybody up oh me neither and I am not about to start with George <laughs> well why wouldn't you start with George you think she's too good for George? I didn't say too good. Did I say too good? Well, you implied it. I didn't say it. Because if you think she's too good for George, you are dead wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> Who is she? Who is he? He's George. She's Cynthia. So what? But then they're like, I don't know. I never fixed anyone up. You think we should try to do it? And Elaine's like, ah, I don't know, George? And she's like, what, is she too good for George? Well, you're dead wrong. And, and, and Jerry's just like, what's up with her eyebrows? <laughs> and uh, Elaine's like, women kill for her eyebrows. They pluck each one out individually until they're bald and to have eyebrows like that. Because Jerry clearly doesn't isn't really attracted to Cynthia. Uh, Elaine said, that Jerry's standards are too high. I went out with you. That's because my standards are too low. <laughs> and Jerry's just like, come on, let's do it. Let's get him together. And he's kind of pumping George up, talking about how fast he is and strong. And he's like, I once seen him lift a hundred pounds right over his head and George it doesn't look like it but he could beat a hook <laughs> <laughs> which we know if we go back about 10 podcasts that's not true George could never go fishing ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like all right let's let's fix them up they're like are we going to tell each other and they're like yeah everything and uh as Jerry's calling uh George like what if they like stay together and get married? And, like they start laughing. They're like, not a chance. Not a chance. The next scene is George. George is over at Jerry's apartment, and uh, he's like, out of the question, <laughs> out of the question. No way. I'm not getting fixed up. And then he walks back. He's like, well, what does she look like? She's good looking. How good looking? Very good looking. Really good looking. Really very good looking. Would you take her out? Yes, I would take her out. Oh, you hesitate. Why hesitate? I didn't hesitate. No, something's off here. You hesitate. I'm telling you, she's good looking. What about the body? What kind of body? Good body. Nice body. How nice? Nice. Just nice? Pretty nice. Really good? Really very nice and good. <laughs> and George's like, is she smart? He's like, yeah, she's smart. Smarter than me? How can anybody be smarter than you? Oh. <laughs> uh, and then it goes to Cynthia's over at Elaine's apartment. And she's like, well, what does he do? And Elaine's like, well, he's not working now. Uh, <laughs> kind of got fired for trying to poison his boss. <laughs> <laughs> and Cynthia's like, what? <laughs> and uh, it's a long, complicated story. He was, he, he was 
he was going through some things at the office. <laughs> and then she's like, well, what does he look like? And Elaine's like, he's got a lot of character in his face and he's powerful, very powerful. And she's like, okay. And she's like, and he's kind of losing his hair. And she's kind. like, he's bald? He's not bald. He's balding. So he's going to be bald. He, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it flips back to uh Jerry and George and George's like, what kind of hair does she have? Is it flowing? He's like, he's like, yes, she has very uh long flowing hair. Is it lustrous? You know, thick lustrous hair is very important to me. And uh he's he's like, let me ask you a question. If I stuck my hand in her hair, can I get it out? And Jerry's like, Do you wanna get it out? yeah i suppose like you'll be able to get it out what about the skin does she have a pinkish hue does she have a rosy glow and jerry's like she has a hue and then jerry's like well women kill for her eyebrows george's like what do i care about eyebrows and he's like is she sweet but not too sweet though too sweet can make you throw up and jerry's like she's not too sweet but she does throw up (laughs) <laughs> i don't think go. you'll throw up but she likes to but yeah but she will uh it goes back to cynthia and elaine and she and cynthia's like has he ever been married he once spent a weekend with a woman <laughs> he didn't really try to poison his boss yeah he did. <laughs> <laughs> And then the next scene, George is like busting and going crazy. He's like, we had an incredible phone conversation. Oh, what a great voice. She has a great timber, or is it timber? It was this unbelievable conversation. He's like, on the date, there should just be two phones, and we just talk over the phone. (laughs) And he's like, halfway through, I just threw away all my notes. Elaine comes in and she's like, hey, George, hey, so what did she say? Saturday night. So what'd she say that you're getting together Saturday night? And George's like, that's it. She didn't say anything about that great conversation. All right. All right. I'll go on a date, but that's it. This is what I'm talking about. Kramer comes in. Hey. Hey. You know my friend Bob Sacramento? Oh, the guy from Jersey. Yeah, he just got a job at a condom factory in Edison. <laughs> Look at this. He gave me a gross. <laughs> what are you going to do with all of them? Oh, well. <laughs> come on, take some, Jerry. Grab them. No, thanks. They look like they came out of a cereal box. <laughs> hey, come on. I'll lay in here. Take half a bag. And I got Half a bag? What am I, a hooker? George's like, I'll take one. And they look at him. He's like, you never know. Uh, The next scene opens and it's Jerry and Elaine and they're talking on the phone and they're wondering where they haven't gotten an update call from George or Cynthia. And they're wondering what's going on. And um, George calls and Cynthia calls. So like, like, all right, I'm going to go pick up the phone. He's like, you got to tell me everything. And, um, 
And they're like, okay, okay. So George is like, Jerry, I gotta tell you something, but you can't say anything. You can tell me, I'll vault it. It's in the vault? I'm locking the vault. What? Come on. We had sex. Oh my God, you had sex? How did that happen? I don't know. I closed my eyes and made a move. At your apartment? Yeah. She didn't stay over? No, she left. But listen, you can't mention any of this to Elaine. Cynthia will kill me. We made a deal. And then uh, flashes to Cynthia and Elaine, and, and Cynthia's like... He was uncomfortable because it was our first time, so he felt he would perform better if we did it in the kitchen. What? He says the kitchen is always the most sociable room in the house, and he was serious. So? How was it? How good could it be? My head was on a hot plate. <laughs> then you see Jerry calls Elaine and he's like, oh, what did he say? And Elaine's like, oh, they said they had a good time. Oh, George did too. Anything else? Nope. Nope. Okay. And then they hang up. The next scene opens up and Jer George is over at Jerry's. And he's like, I left three messages. She used me. I felt used. Ugh. <laughs> Jerry's like, I'm going to do something about this. Oh, what are you going to do? Never mind. Disgraceful. If you're sitting there on the kitchen floor like, like, like some kind of roach trap. <laughs> wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Sir, whatever. All of a sudden, George and Jerry start fighting, and Kramer busts in and, like, breaks it up. I'm going to call her. No, don't call No, her. I'm calling her. No, Jerry, don't call her. No, forget I it. I'm going to call her. Get away from me. I'm going to call her. No, don't fight me. Jerry, don't fight me. You want to fight me? Jerry, I'm going to kill you. You want to kill me? Come on, Jerry, George, now stop it. I'll just call her when you leave. I don't care. You can't do that. It's none of your business. It's none of my business. And he's like, what the hell's going on here? He's like, I bet it's over a woman. It's always us. See, this is what they want to do. They want to pit us against each other. He's like, there's plenty of women out there for all of us. And then Kramer turns to George and is like, oh, by the way, those condoms are defective. <laughs> George flips and he wants to fight Kramer. And Jerry, and Jerry like, gets in the middle of it and breaks it up. Cynthia's talking to Elaine next and she's like, I missed my period. And, she's like, and Elaine's like, you used a condom though. She's like, yes. And then Elaine's like, was it blue? She's like, yeah, why? She's like, just a hunch. The next scene opens up and Jerry's just screaming and bad acting, trying to open up a, uh, a <laughs> bottle. And Elaine comes in and he's like, what's up with your flaky friend? And he's like, I knew this was a bad idea. And Jerry's just kind of ripping into Cynthia and Elaine's getting all defensive about it. And they start fighting. Kramer busts in again and breaks it up. And he's like, don't use to see that you're in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kramer turns to Jerry. He's like, by the way, when you see George, give him one of these. And he's got a, some different condoms. And Elaine's like, I knew they were defective. How did you know they were defective? <laughs> because, because she missed her period. And George walks in. Mr. Period? <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. I'm a father. I did it. My boys can swim. I can do it. And then he busts out of the apartment all happy. And uh, the next scene opens up and it's Elaine and Cynthia at a restaurant and Cynthia's explaining like how uh, George had run over to her house to say that he would help out in any way 
if they were to have a kid and she's like i really really appreciate it but i just had my period as she's saying that george and jerry show up and jerry's limping and elaine's like what happened he's like acting <laughs> <laughs> and she's like very mature and then uh they're just kind of talking and about stuff and then jerry looks around and and realizes they're like right next to like the kitchen and waiters are like walking past him every five seconds. He's like, great place to sit. And Cynthia's like, yeah, right next to the kitchen. And George starts like smacking her with the napkin. Then they look and they got these nice appetizers on the table and George starts eating like he's like, like starving, <laughs> like a starving wild animal. <laughs> uh, episode ends. <laughs> <laughs> George is tearing into the fucking bread and the pasta. It's all over, flying all over the place like a fucking wild animal. (laughs) So the episode is called The Fix-Up, and it centers around George and Elaine's friend, Cynthia. George is hooked up with her by Jerry, and then Elaine hooks up Cynthia with George. And they go back and forth as to should they fix him up or not. Jerry and Elaine decide that they are going to fix them up. They get them together, and on their first date, they have sex. George made a move, and it and it worked. They seem to split up. Cynthia, wham, bam, thank you, sirs, him. Uh, she misses her period. George goes over there and announces he'll be a great father if she is pregnant, and they stay together. And then George eats like a wild animal, and it seems to end the relationship, I think, at the end. Uh, so what do you think? That ends it right there, the wild animal eating? <laughs> Probably. I think <laughs> I think they don't get past this dinner. Cause George, yeah, like, this dinner. I... They seem so happy, but then it was just like, <laughs> you see somebody eating like that. You're yeah, like, somebody sick. that eats like that and then wants to have sex in the kitchen because it's the most social room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are some deal breakers going on there. Yeah. Maybe so the, the, blue, the blue condom doesn't help either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's have sex in the kitchen and let's use a blue condom. <laughs> so so um, have you, the, the episode's called The Fix Up. Have you, ever, have you ever done that? Have you ever fixed somebody up? Uh, no. no. I've never. No, no. Me neither. I think that's like, I don't know. It's probably still happens, but uh, it seems to be like a thing of, a, of the past probably now. Yeah, with all the dating sites. The there. dating sites and apps and stuff. It's like a whole... I don't know. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a success story from a, a hookup or a, a fix-up. I feel like it's such an awkward thing to do because like, if you're like, this is my friend and we're friends or like you're with, you know, if you're with your wife or whatever, and maybe she has a friend that like you think would be good with one of your friends. It's just, t- it's a tough move because it's like, if that happens and then they, they either get together, which is good, but if they die, it's probably 95%, it doesn't work out. And then it just creates a rift. I think so. It's like uh, an awkward. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. So do you think it's, is it timber or timbre? I think it's timber. Yeah. When it comes to the voice, but I, you know, we don't, 
researcher no, yeah no much is... of anything around here so <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the kraus brothers are stupid part of the episode let's where we discuss something that gets brought up in the episode and we try to figure it out for ourselves and without researching and like i think it's timbre too but like i have yeah. i i have no idea how to pronounce like how that's pronounced it's, it's weird uh it's it's t-a-m-b-r-e i think is how you spell it and it's yeah timbre. and it's probably pronounced timber then <laughs> the english language right i, I don't know i think i think uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's timber like I I uh, stayed awake long enough in my um class in my um music appreciation class in college that I think they had mentioned like the voice has timbre. Oh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think. But I could have it mixed up with something else with like with like a Dick Weir uh, oh. play. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> fell asleep reading Dick Lear and then ended up thinking timbre instead of timber. Yeah. So Bob, Bob Sacamano's back. So now he's Bob recovered Sacamano. from his hernia operation and his, uh, his synapses must be uh, connected still. Yeah, he's, he's, back work, <laughs> he's back working at a... Uh, I think he lives in Jersey. Um mm-hmm. Because I think the factory is in Jersey. It's in Edison. Edison Park, New Jersey. Or yeah, so the, the factory, the condom factory is in Edison. So what do you think uh, Sacramento's doing there? Testing the condoms for... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you would want to say he's, like, working, like, the assembly... Like, not the assembly, like, the box... Like, he boxes over. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's got a uh, an office job. You want to think that, but he's definitely like testing the like he's having sex with people, <laughs> like and testing out the integrity of the condom. Like you know what I'm saying? He has that job. Like he's like right? the, gr- the green condom seems to work better than the blue one, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's just. I mean, now we have somewhat enough uh, material on Sacramento. So Sacramento had the hernia operation. Yeah, the botched hernia operation, and then he—what was it with the synapse? Oh, some he—he he got electric shock therapy. Oh, right, right, but it didn't work because it didn't work because synapses were too big. And, and now he's working in a condom factory in Edison, New Jersey. So he's like, like I could, <laughs> <laughs> and not even like so he's not working at like Trojan or whatever. He's like working at this condom factory that's popping out multicolored condoms that look like fucking lollipops yeah (laughs) and he's yelling at people like my name is bob (laughs) (laughs) sacramento's Sacramento's just a crazy man there um so jerry's fake limp is probably his best acting that he does on the show yeah i just and we'll get to this later when we talk about the best scenes, but like, I just absolutely love that. I don't, I don't know why, but it cracks me up every time. He's like faking <laughs> acting, acting. He, yeah. He, acting. He does it perfectly later on in, in Seinfeld when he's, um, when he meets with leaping Larry. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one? Yeah, true. He's doing 
he's not acting there, but his right. leg fell asleep. But yeah, he's he's working. Right. <laughs> you would think a guy like with the name Leaping Larry would have a sense of humor about this type of stuff. Oh, what do you man. think about like now we're getting a, a couple glimpses of uh george and his his uh view of great phone conversations as like like this big deal like yeah now with text messaging and all these other um ways of communicating i i can't stand talking on the phone but back in the day when we were like in high school yeah like you'd have the four-hour conversations with yeah but do yeah. you do you put a lot of stuff like you know he like flips out because she doesn't mention the phone conversation like do you agree with him like yeah, he's I, all wrapped up like oh. well, I, I think George puts a lot of stock into his phone conversation and I think how that's how he's pulling all these chicks because how he is he, on the phone he's so good on the phone that he's like and it always kind of collapses from there from then on out he's not so good on answering machines as we saw in the phone message episode (laughs) but but he's really good talking on the phone i mean you see i could just picture him sitting at a desk with like his apple and then a pot like a notebook taking notes (laughs) (laughs) do you think he goes into the into the uh phone call with notes or is he taking notes he he had well he mentions he has notes about things that he he wants that, like subjects like oh yeah I was really good at re- going in reverse in the car. <laughs> Do you uh, think he's using those same uh, those same lines with Cynthia? Like he might if he fit if he finds a subject that's really captivating, he probably uses it again. Yeah, see that <laughs> he calls her up and he's like, yeah. So she's like, so I heard you can lift a hundred pounds over your head. He's like, yep, and I could bait a hook too. <laughs> I'm also really good at, at going in reverse in my car. And so what do you think postum should be a more popular drink? And then the conversation <laughs> just goes from there. Yeah. I think. And then she's yeah. like, you know, this is a kind of a callback, but what's up with Jerry's obsession with eyebrows? And like, because he brings it up first. It's like, what's up with the eyebrows? Her eyebrows yeah. look like Owen March. <laughs> <laughs> thick eyebrows she has has, like these perfect eyebrows or whatever yeah women would kill for her (laughs) yeah so i think that the george on the phone is like his his main go-to and like he says like if if there was like two phones on the table at the date like that'd be perfect for him he's so good at uh, he's also very good with the parents too yes so like if he could bring the parents along well if he could have (laughs) Yeah, like he says in the future episode, if he could uh, talk to the parents and have sex with the daughter. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I love, too, is when Kramer comes in with the condoms and Elaine's like, what are you going to do? Or one of them is like, what are you going to do with all those? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, you know. (laughs) He's like, have you know, do you know me? I'm. He's like, I got the Kavorka working. It's like, everything's going on here. It's like a bouncing <laughs> girl to girl in every episode. They all dig me. All right, let's uh, let's jump to the categories. So the first category we have is up, down, even, Stephen. Um, we have to say that George is up for once. I mean, we don't we we have to assume that that relationship doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's up. He's up, baby. 
Um, <laughs> Elaine is probably even Steven. Jerry is even Steven. And Kramer is probably even Steven as well. Yeah, I mean, George, I, I yeah, we'll give him the up because, I mean, he probably ends the episode with the dominating the food and losing Cynthia, but that wasn't less than anyways. But he definitely had like a, he had a solid episode. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, Elaine, just kind of go through the episode. There's a little stress there, but, you know, about how their friends are doing, but like not really up or down. And then Kramer is just even Steven. He has a real small part in this episode. I mean, he does right. drive the plot a lot. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and it's really funny. Oh, but... This episode is really George. Really yeah. a lot about George. Yeah. Um, and for once, he doesn't, at least for the course of the episode, he doesn't do anything catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he is in his bathroom, but he's in his own house with his Superman, with his... Uh... <laughs> His uh, race car sheets or whatever. Yeah, he definitely has like kids, kids, <laughs> kids room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's in his bathrobe, and you know, he got his th- he got it on. So he was, he had a good episode for him by his standards. He was way up. So yeah. <laughs> deep cuts, nitpicks, or observations from the episode. Uh, well, you know, they they bring back they talk about the incident with Levitan. Yeah, uh, which I love. Uh, Sacramento gets brought up. Of course, we talked about that. That's always great. Yeah, always good to to find out what he's up to. Yeah, <laughs> it's always good to check in on Bob Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kramer has the awesome jacket. I think it was the first time he bust that one out. Oh, he brought the jacket back. No, not the jacket. Not the jacket. Oh, the, the jacket. Uh, okay, it's a winter jacket. It's got like the furry. Um, he wears it in the, the next episode too when they're at the gym. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, like yeah. the furry collar, and I think it might be like a suede or something. It's pretty, okay. Pretty yeah. jacket. So, like, I'm so focused on making sure my notes are good that I yeah. pick up a lot of stuff. So, yeah, don't worry. I got a lot of these observations. Okay. Yeah. So, we always, I'll just jump straight to Coke Corner. Uh, Jerry's drinking. No. A, it looks like a, it's not a Coke this time. He's, he's struggling with the cap of some unnamed oh, beverage. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's, know what um, that drink is. It looks like it, it might be like a seltzer or something. I thought it was Postum. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of those, you remember those old school bottles? Like, yeah. Well, I think he struggles with that and then. In between scenes, he's drinking a Diet Coke, but it's off screen. That's why he can't, he can't get it open. Well, anyways, here's a bunch of observations and call forwards and callbacks. So uh, first of all, Kramer's stand-in is in the background of the, of the restaurant in the first scene of the episode. Well, I don't know if you it? caught him. Yeah, the no. guy with the blonde hair or whatever. Oh, shit. That guy's no. in like so many episodes. Yeah. He's there in the background. That's eating. like the fourth or fifth time he's been on. Yeah. Jerry does the, or my nostrils getting bigger, which is yep. gets mentioned a lot on the show. Uh, like you mentioned, there's a callback to the revenge episode, George, George poisoning his boss, which I absolutely love that whole back and forth there. The vault. This, I yeah. think oh, this yes. is the yes. first mention of the vault. No. Um, or is the... It, it, got, it got mentioned already. Somebody mentioned it. Okay. So the vault, vault is there. Uh, George, yeah, have... I can't remember who's who. I think Jerry, Jerry or Lane Vault 
vaulted something, I think. Before. Yeah, something got vaulted. Yeah. Um, the kitchen, George having sex in the kitchen is, oh, is a yeah. thing that he likes to do. He's into that. <laughs> 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 when he could combine the food with the sex and the, oh, yeah. all that yeah. stuff together. So George is into that whole situation. He flew too close to the sun on the wings of pastrami. <laughs> I know. Elaine's jacket or vest that she's wearing in the first scene when she's with Cynthia at dinner. Did you catch that thing? Why does it look I, like it's made out of paper? I, I didn't. Shit. Man. It's like the weirdest outfit. Um. And I know you're usually Mr. Fashion Statement, but like I had to note this down because it was so weird. It's like it almost looks like it's made out of like that toilet seat material. You know those like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is that fucking vest? That is so ugly. (laughs) I'll have to uh, remind myself to take a look. Yeah, it's very Um, weird. um, Yeah, I I only noticed. I I noticed. uh, Kramer's jacket because I love that jacket. I love in this episode how George swings from like when he comes in, he's talking about the phone conversation and how well it went to Jerry. And he's like, he's stock market George again there. Yes. Like talking about he's just over the moon happy. Yeah. And then he goes from that all the way to Holly Krishna George. <laughs> yeah. When... <laughs> When uh, Elaine comes in and is like, she doesn't even say anything that bad, and it completely depresses him. I know it's kind of sad in a way. Like this, his freaking confidence is that shitty that he's like, literally, I'm over the moon happy, and she's just like, oh, she said you're going out Saturday night. Oh, that's it. I, I guess I'll go on the date, but I'll just that's you know, it. it's like that's it. Like he gets so depressed about it. Yeah, which I just I love that uh, swing there, and I just love we both I think love stock market George, the excited yeah. George. It's one of it's our favorite George. All right, so do you want to talk about the side character? I think is Cynthia the only one in this episode uh, I mean, that is on screen. I mean, you get the Sacramento mention. Yeah, and we've pretty much covered uh, Sacramento. Like the factory he works in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think about uh, Cynthia? Normally, I mean, I don't know. She gives off a little bit of the um, Leslie vibe, a yeah. little bit. Um, but really, she, but then she other times she's kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, Leslie vibes. I didn't get that at all. Her. No, she's kind because of, she's kind of a bitch. Like at the beginning when she's talking with um, Elaine, yeah, she's like, nah, 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 nah. like the way she's talking, you know. Yeah, but then she lightens up a, a bit, and then at the end, she's like almost kind of cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, she's okay looking. Um, yeah. For George, I think it's I think he, you know, she's good. She does have thick, lustrous hair, and yeah. she has good eyebrows. Nice body. Yeah. Uh, she has a pinkish hue, I think, too. Yeah. Um, bit of a pinkish hue. Bit of a pinkish hue. There's a hue. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, she's... I, I. You know how I am. I'll If I don't like him, I'll kill him. Like I, I, yeah. She's, she's okay. 
she's all right. right. She's yeah. a fine to be in one episode. I I would like to debate Jerry. I don't think you're getting your fingers out of that hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you think you're? It's I think get your stuck. hand's getting stuck. But I can't. Uh, I wasn't a big Friends fan, but I've seen a bunch of episodes, and uh, I can't. It's weird because she to me as Chandler Bing's girlfriend yeah. for a while. And it's like, I can't get past that when I see her on Sunday. Chandler! Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. To, and it's like, I, I, you know, I'm, I like Friends. It's a good show. I just never, I wasn't like locked in like I am to Seinfeld. But even still, like she made such an impression on that show, I feel like, that it's like hard for me to get past that. Right. Um, but she's okay. She's fine. Yeah. And I like how, because really, if you look at it, it's like, it's one of the few episodes where they kind of explain why someone like her would go out with George. And I just love the, she's look, <laughs> she's looking for somebody at the bottom of the barrel. And that has it, nothing. Yeah. yeah, that has nothing. And that's George. No job. Tried to kill his boss. <laughs> Docky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, balding. which i love the when he's scratching his head and he's like a thick lustrous hair is very important to me (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh the best liner scene from the episode i I, there's a couple i guess um i like the beginning when they do a good job with the back and forth of split screens you know what i mean yeah a lot of that back and forth i love how uh George is pretty funny in the whole episode, but what he's just like. I don't want hope. Hope is killing me. <laughs> My dream is to become hopeless. When you're hopeless, you don't care. Mm-hmm. And when you don't care, that indifference makes you attractive. Uh-huh. So hopelessness is the key. It's my only hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like when Kramer comes in with the condoms. <laughs> And then uh, I like the end when they're sitting right next to the kitchen, and, and uh, George starts like smacking Cynthia with the with the napkin. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right next to the kitchen. <laughs> the uh, back and forth, the how they inter, how they cut back and forth between like what's important to George and what's important to Cynthia, and how they like are completely like the fifth most important thing to George is the first most important thing to Cynthia. I just love that, how they intertwine those two things. I think that's really well done. My favorite scene is probably the um, (laughs) George who looks like he just like went, was (laughs) laying on his bed all like with his curled up bathrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like a point, like I made a move. Like I did it, like that whole thing, and I just uh, my favorite lines though I, I have I have a couple, and I also love Jerry's fake limp. I already mentioned that, but I have a couple favorite lines. Elaine's comeback about Jerry when he's like, uh, "Well, I went out with you," and she's like, "Well, that's because my standards are too low." I just love that comeback from her. Or I love the line where George is like, I made great small talk with the waitress so she could see I could relate to the commoners. You know, I'm a man of the people. (laughs) 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 Which I think is, uh, honestly, it's a good, I I like that. Yeah. You know, when you're on a date, a first date, and you're like with somebody, like you, it's, I think it's very important to like see how they treat the waitress. 
oh yeah the waiter you know what i mean it's like i would never want to date somebody that was like oh this is take this back i i Uh, i asked for oh i hate that imagine yeah like crystal will be like she'll order a steak like well she likes it like burnt and even if it goes comes and it's like rare she'll still be like oh no it's fine like yeah i respect that yeah no i i I would never send anything back because you know it's coming back with yeah with fucking spit on it (laughs) no doubt and even if it's not spit on you think it was so you can't enjoy it yeah it just (laughs) you don't know what's going on back there yeah which character won the episode uh george part of me wants to say joe yeah i guess george Uh, i wanted to say elaine because elaine was really funny in this episode and she her apartment seems to be painted now so that's good she got that done (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think you're right i think it is george george is really funny as hell he doesn't do, like I said, he doesn't do anything catastrophic to ruin a relationship in any way. Yeah. Um, he got used for sex, he thought. <laughs> he almost became a father, he thought. We get to see that aspect of him, that he's yeah. like, as much of, of an asshole guy. he is, yeah. like he, at the end of the day, it looks like he would be a good guy. In yeah. That scenario. Yeah. I think all in all, considering where George comes from most of the time, I think he wins this one. Yeah, I mean, I know we said we're not giving it to it in inanimate objects anymore. So, the blue condom is off the, the table. Out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, I think you're right. I think we got to give it to George. What's a brighter blue, that condom or <laughs> Pasquale Perez's glove? <laughs> Juan, Juan Guzman. Guzman. <laughs> Juan Guzman's glove and too. <laughs> right those are that that looks like those are made of the same material yeah (laughs) the same time frame too i mean i guess that electric blue was (laughs) that was in (laughs) (laughs) this episode of sign bros is brought to you by 555 love if you're looking for the most polite girls in all of the city give them a call whether you're into filming library or swimsuit porn, that's 555-LOVE. They'll be pleased to meet, you, meet your acquaintance, I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. So I love that 555-LOVE is still uh Still coming through us. For, for us, Sponsoring. paying all our fees, <laughs> paying the FCC for all our... <laughs> All our all foibles. Our <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, like we mentioned earlier, we're going to be doing the um, the boyfriend, but only the first part, and uh, it's going to be uh, Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. All right. So, do you want to start by summing up the boyfriend? What's going on in this episode? Yeah, let's jump into this one. And this one is a really good episode. Um, I forgot just how good this is. So the episode opens up and you've got Kramer, George, and Jerry, and they're at the gym. They're just finishing up a game of basketball. And uh, they're talking about how George is a chucker. Every time he gets the ball, he just throws it up. And he's like, and uh, George is like comes to the realization that he probably is a chucker because he just <laughs> and I could totally picture him just like bricking basketballs against the backboard all hard. 
<laughs> right. Just throwing the ball up all hard. Yeah, fucking out of control. And Kramer, uh, as he's getting dressed, is like, you know, this is the first time that we saw we all saw each other naked. <laughs> and uh, Kramer's like, did you did you take a peek? And Jerry's like, I made uh, every effort to not see anything. And he's like, George, he's like, yeah, I, I took a little peek, but it was so fast I didn't see anything. <laughs> then uh, Kramer leaves and says he's got to go meet Newman. They look across the locker room and there's this guy stretching. Look at this guy. Does he have to stretch in here? <laughs> you know who that is? Oh. That's, that's Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez, the baseball player? Yeah, that's him. Are you sure? Positive. Wow, Keith Hernandez. He's such a great player. Yeah, he's a real smart guy too. He's a Civil War buff. I'd love to be a Civil War buff. And uh, Jerry's like, Biff wants to be a buff. And he's like, don't you need to find a job first? <laughs> Jerry's like, um, I want to go up to him. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, he really wants someone coming up to him in the men's locker room. And Jerry's like, maybe he'll come up to me. And George starts laughing. He's like, he's Keith Hernandez. You're Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> So, what are you comparing yourself to Keith Hernandez? The guy's a baseball player, Jerry. Baseball. I know what he is. I recognized him. You didn't even notice him. What, you're making some wisecracks in a nightclub? <laughs> the guy was in game six, two runs down, two outs, facing elimination. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, Keith, Keith comes up to Jerry and he's like, Excuse me. I don't want to disturb you. I'm Keith Hernandez, and I just want to tell you what a big fan I am. I love your comedy. And Jerry's like, oh, thank you. And uh, George's like, yeah, I'm a big fan of yours, too. And uh, But Keith doesn't pay any attention to him. And then he's, George's like, Keith, Keith. What I've always wondered is, uh, with all these ball clubs flying around all season, wouldn't you think there'd be a plane crash? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like looking like looking at George like what Keith's like uh you know gives him his number he's like maybe we or he gets his number and he's like maybe we should uh hang out sometime and, and uh the next scene opens up and it's Jerry and Elaine at Monk's and Jerry's just like like talking to Elaine about it's been three days and he hasn't called. <laughs> it's like, I meet this great guy, a ball player. And Elaine's like, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's out of town. He's like, oh, they don't have phones out of town? Come on. <laughs> he's like, too busy? Just pick up a phone. And Elaine's like, picks up the, the ashtray that's on the table. And she's like, I can't stand cigarettes. And she like moves it to the next table. And uh, she's like, why don't you call him? And he's like, I can't call him from the coffee shop. And, and he's just like, this is all so confusing. <laughs> and then uh, the next scene is, is George and he's down at the Department of Labor and he's talking with uh, Mrs. Sokol because his unemployment is running out and he's asking for a 13-week extension on his unemployment. And she's like, so where have you been looking for work? 
Well, you know what I've discovered, Mrs. Sokol? <clears throat> it's not so much the looking as the listening. I listen for work. Now, as I'm looking and listening, I'm also looking. You cannot discount looking. It's sort of a combination. It's looking and listening. Listening and looking. But you must look. Can you be specific about any of these companies? Specific? Uh... Vandalay Industries. What do they do? Oh, they're into latex. They interviewed me for one of their latex salesman positions. And she's like, oh yeah, where are they located at? And she, he's like, uh, 129 West 81st Street. And uh, do they have a phone number? He's like, KL5-8241 so or something. And uh, 8383. Like, 8383. And he's like, are you planning on calling them soon? And she's like, doesn't answer. So George just like runs out and he's like, to the ne to the nearest payphone and like throws the kid that's like on the phone out. He's like trying to call Jerry's apartment to like get him in on this whole lie before he gets caught out. The scene uh, then flashes over to Jerry's apartment. And Kramer's talking on the phone. So you know, I step up to the T and I hit a beautiful drive right down the middle of the fairway. I mean, you know my hook. Jerry comes out of his room and with this ridiculously, probably the most terrible shirt <laughs> to date that he has worn. And he asks Elaine what she thinks about the shirt. <laughs> it's like, he's a guy. Like, why are you so worried? <laughs> and then uh, Kramer hangs up and he's like, oh, so that was Michael and Carol. They want us to come out to see the baby. Oh, they want us to see the baby. And, uh, Elaine's like, well, why don't you wait a little longer and it won't be a baby anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because we'll be all grown up. And Kramer starts to leave and Jerry's like, Kramer, what do you think of this shirt? And Kramer kind of takes takes a, a stock of the shirt. It's too busy. It looks like you're trying too hard to make an impression on him. You're not being yourself. What guy? I know, he's just a guy, but I really liked him. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Uh... Keith uh, Hernandez. Keith Hernandez? Keith Hernandez! <laughs> and Newman comes barging in. Uh, then we go back, and George is in a cab, and he's yelling at the, the cab driver to, like, change lanes. Like, this, this lane is terrible. Move over to the next lane. Then move over to the next lane. He's like, make the light, make the light. And, and he doesn't. He's like, no, get, get back in the other lane. This lane. And, and the cabbie driver flips the fuck out and, like, throws George out of the Because <laughs> <laughs> he's being such an idiot. We go back, and Jerry's like, hello, Newman. And <laughs> Newman's like, I can't stand Keith Hernandez. It's like, I despise him. And Elaine's like, well, what is the problem with Keith Hernandez? And Newman's like, June 14th, 1987, Mets versus Phillies. Hernandez makes a crucial error that opens up the game for Philly to win. And uh, our day was ruined. Our day was ruined. And then Kramer's like, after the game, we're walking down the ramp, and Newman passes Hernandez and says, nice game, pretty boy. <laughs> and then what happens next? He spits on us. And I screamed out, I'm it! <laughs> <laughs> and uh the jerry's like allow me to demonstrate this whole thing as the immutable laws of physics dispute your whole entire account 
and Jerry uh, in the fashion of JFK, which is also a movie that's out at the time, reenacts the entire thing. Allow me to reconstruct this, if I may, for Miss Bennis, as I've heard this story a number of times. Newman, Kramer, if you'll indulge me. According to your story, Hernandez passes you and starts walking up the ramp. Mm -hmm. Then you say you were struck on the right temple. The spit then proceeds to ricochet off the temple, striking Newman between the third and the fourth rib. The spit then came off the rib, made a right turn, hitting Newman in the right wrist, causing him to drop his baseball cap. The spit then splashed off the wrist, pauses in midair, mind you, makes a left turn, and lands on Newman's left thigh. That is one magic loogie. And he's like, Kramer, again, what happened to your head? Well, it went back and to the left. Back and to the left. Jerry's like, there had to have been a second spitter, maybe behind the bushes on the gravelly road. And <laughs> 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 uh, like, it just freaks out. He's just like, I'm leaving. Jerry's a nut. <laughs> <laughs> and then in comes George and he's all sweaty and out of breath and he's like he's like he's like I'm very close to getting a job with Vandalay Industries he's like I need you to pretend that this that that this is Vandalay Industries he's like Jerry's like what do they do he's like they manufacture latex and what do you do you're considering uh, hiring me as your new latex salesman I don't think so why because I asked you to. <laughs> Just standing there. George is all pissed. Keith buzzes, and Jerry and Elaine decide to go down. And as they're walking out, they're kind of talking about like the whole the whole spitting situation. And George is like, you know, where are you going? He's like, I'm I'm share splitting a cab with them. The next scene is Jerry and Keith are sitting in the car at the end of their night. And uh, Keith's like, yeah, yeah, it was really good. He's like, you want to go? You want to do something next week, next Friday? You want to go see that that movie, JFK? <laughs> and uh, Jerry's like, in his head, he's like, should I, should I shake his hand? What should I do? And then Keith's like, oh, by the way, who was the woman we we shared a cab with earlier? He's like, uh, it's Elaine. He's like, what's her situation? He's like. We once dated, but we're not. We're just friends now. And, he's, and Keith's like, "Would you mind if I gave Elaine a call?" And Jerry's like, "No, no, no. I think that'd be okay." The next scene is Jerry and George. They're in the apartment, and Jerry's talking about the dinner he had with Keith. And George's like, "Who paid?" He's like, "Oh, we split." He's like, "Oh, okay, that's good." He's like, "Oh, did you talk about Game Six? He's like, oh. "He's like, no, it's a little. I'm waiting to bring that up. It's a little premature." He's like, did he have a good good handshake? He's like, yeah, he had a good handshake. Uh, single pump. Uh, look me in that eye. And then Elaine buzzes up. And George's like, so you going to go see him again? And he's like, yeah, we're going to go to a movie on Friday night. And uh, <laughs> Elaine comes in. She goes, so how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, Elaine's like, he called me, and Jerry's all like, already? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go out on Friday. And Jerry's like, but we had plans. He's like, I don't know about the, what, what is going on? And he's like all angry and jealous. And, and Elaine's like, I've never seen you like this. Are you jealous of me or of him? <laughs> and Jerry's like all kind of embarrassed. He's looking around. He's like looking around for some Hennigans. <laughs> 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 the phone rings and uh george's face gets like all anxious and uh jerry goes and picks up the phone and he's like vandalay industries cal barnson speaking <laughs> and it's keith hernandez he's like no no it's just a joke it's just a joke and keith like is breaking off the plans and is like maybe we'll just do something next week and he's like oh yeah yeah no problem no problem Kramer comes in and is like asking what Jerry's doing on Friday. He's like, nothing now. He's like, <laughs> oh, you want to go see the baby? And Jerry's like, buckle up. We're going to see the baby. And then the phone rings and Kramer picks up and he's like, yellow. <laughs> <laughs> what the what the lay industry? No, no, no. You're way off. You're way off. George comes running out of the bathroom and falls down. He's like, Vandalay Industries, Vandalay Industries. And uh, Kramer hangs up. Kramer's like, how did you know? At that moment, Jerry comes back into the apartment after throwing his trash out. And he's like, George is laying on the floor with his pants down to his ankles. And he's like, and you want to be my latex salesman. And that's how the first half of The Boyfriend ends. Beautiful. So the episode is called The Boyfriend. And it kind of works on two levels. It's Keith Hernandez starring as the boyfriend of both Jerry and then Elaine. Because Jerry is Jerry goes to the episode like he's going on a date with some guy. This great guy. <laughs> this ball player. <laughs> great guy. This ball player. Best guy I ever met. Best guy I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> what there's no phones out of town <laughs> he's calling me in a month well he's got something else coming <laughs> <laughs> and and then you have george's arc where he is uh trying to get unemployment and he creates a company called vandalay industry which operates out of jerry's small apartment <laughs> so I'm, I'm manufacturing latex out of this little apartment Really? <laughs> I don't want some guy just pushing papers around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's begin by talking about the characters at the beginning. They're talking about playing basketball. What did you absolutely just love to see that? Like those three playing? Those three, yeah. Playing real oh, yeah. basketball. Yeah, because you, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say because all three of them I bet suck in real life at basketball oh horrible horrible in real life like jerry seinfeld michael richards jason alexander are terrible at basketball but in the show you have george like i said who's probably a chucker who probably throws up bricks and like breaks the backboard jerry probably has a pretty good spot up jumper and kramer's probably sick like got it like uh, posting up like he's probably ripping down rebound he's like all good <laughs> he's all tall it's actually kind of funny because if you look at the three characters like body types it kind of works as like jerry running the point and he does dribble too much and then george playing shooting guard just gunning <laughs> like 
chucking, as they say. And then Kramer all posted up. He's like, I had six inches on that guy. Why didn't you get me the ball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all you all do is all aggressive, never running out of energy. Jerry, all you do is dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's running like the um, the old, uh, I think it was North Carolina or UCLA. They used to run the four, the four corners. He's all running the four corners offense, trying to bleed the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Just dribbling around. <laughs> so Keith Hernandez in this episode makes an appearance, which is absolutely so awesome. Yes. Like for us as sports fans, like we just, I don't know. We're neither one of us is Met, are a Mets fan, but like, to have Keith Hernandez in this episode as like a main character is just so cool to me. Yeah, it's awesome. That it's like Hi, Keith Hernandez. <laughs> 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 Which is he actually does, you know, like for a non actor, like he does oh, a decent awesome. job. Yeah, he does a decent job. Like he's better than Jerry. <laughs> you <would> think he... <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible towards Jerry. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Jerry's he is funny. he's right he's up there though. He does have some solid lines. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's that's even, he he has some more good shit in the next one. Yeah. I just I love the Jerry as the um as the boyfriend situation. Like just him oh and Elaine, like God. like two like women at a co- at the coffee shop. Yeah. That whole just the dynamic there is so awesome. Oh and it's like you're God. you're kind of he does such a good job of walking that line of like they're dating but like he's a guy and like you know it, it's just it's so well done and then when elaine's like guy once tried to call me after a month after, after a month he tries to call me like he has a chance or whatever that whole thing yeah. it's just so well done and like should i shake his hand is like should i kiss him like that's right. like it's just oh it's so good right right and then it's so confusing. Yeah, it really is just. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm, is because it's Seinfeld. I, I, I was on. Uh, I was on, on the tight show. <laughs> 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 He's got to build himself up so he yeah. could like shake his hand. Yeah, because <laughs> I'd be like, he's like, I don't want to overstep my bounds. He's like, I don't want to call him because like. It's the, you know, he's the, he's the woman in this situation. So right. he's got to like, this guy's got to call him. And like, I just, I love how, um how, how George is killing Jerry too, which, you know, that's a thing. That's a thing that happens a lot on the show. And, you know, the episode where the, uh, in the future where they try to get, they're talking to Jerry about the Macy's like management program. And, like, they kill his like, <laughs> They kill his comedy career. I always it it always gives me a huge laugh when they crack on Jerry's comedy. Oh yeah, about good. how like small he is, and George is like, "You're doing you're doing stand up at a comedy club. Like this is yeah. fucking Keith Hernandez. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, like, the just, ego, the ego on you. Yeah, like I just I I love that whole dynamic there. Yeah. So Kramer is talking to Michael and Carol about going to see the baby, right? Yeah. Isn't that is that the same Carol from like the uh, Hampton episode? I think this always think confuses me. Uh, they have the baby, yeah, right? yeah, and then um, they're down there at the Hamptons, yeah, and they're um, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm pretty baby. sure it's that it's that couple. Yeah, I think it's the same one, right? You gotta yeah. be the baby. Yeah, because it, the baby's it, breathtaking and all that. Yeah, that whole thing. But it's weird because Elaine is almost like uh, she doesn't know them, but then she's the one that knows them the most in the other episode. So maybe she already saw the baby. She doesn't know him in this in this one. So she, they she, she, she later on gets the. She doesn't get the. She doesn't give off the vibe. Yeah, in this one, that she even like has a relationship with them. It's more Kramer. Yeah, because they used to live in the building. That's why Kramer and Jerry know him. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they mention it in this episode. They're like, oh, it's this couple. They used to live in the building. But then maybe later on they have another baby, and it, during that time, Elaine gets to know them a little bit because she's like in her twenties. Yeah, I guess that could kind of make sense there. You know what I mean? Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, when we get there, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So we, you know, we talk about favorite scenes later on. I'm sure we'll bring this up again. But the back into the left. <laughs> oh my god, I freaking love that whole part i love it could, well for multiple reasons it's yeah funny to tell. it's fucking so well done because like i said those jewish comedians are funny as hell <laughs> um but then jfk is one of my favorite movies of all yeah time, which actually ties it into our our road trip and yes. like uh you know we did our cross-country trip and we've mentioned that on the show a few times and like we made a special stop in 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 dallas and right dallas texas yeah yep yeah in dallas texas and we went to uh dealey street dealey plaza where the jfk assassination happened and it looks a little bit different from the uh from the zabruder film but uh you could see it you could see the uh the assassination assassination spot and they happen there happens to be tour guides best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so so me you and joe we go down there there's a tour guide who happened to be a, a homeless person <laughs> well he also looked to be a, a jfk buff yeah it, he was a he was a homeless guy which what appeared to be a homeless guy that had a fake map of dealey plaza <laughs> on, in 1960 whatever two do you know what year it happened? 62? 63. 63. Whoa, you pulled that out. In 1963, when the assassination happened, and he had like the map of the road, and he showed us each spot, and he actually took us to the middle of the street, kind of um, said, This is where the, you know, this is where it happened. This is where the shot, the well, shot he was showing right. us the, bu- the bullet uh, marking, like where bullets had missed or whatever, yep. or ricocheted. Yep, he showed us, he gave us a tour, and then, you know, we had our cameras, and he uh, <laughs> he said, you, he gave you the camera, or, he, you know, you had the camera or whatever, and he's like, so what, well, uh, you know, since you're holding the camera, and he grabbed me, and he goes, I'll demonstrate as to what happened with with the shots <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs it, he puts his sweaty hand on my forehead <laughs> And he pushes it back and to the left, yeah. <laughs> back <laughs> to the left. <laughs> and it was one of the funniest moments of my life. Which oh my God. I'm sitting there in freaking at Dealey Plaza, probably 
20 yards from where JFK was assassinated. What, 40 years later? <laughs> 45 years later, getting my head pushed back by a, a vagrant, <laughs> giving me yeah. a demonstration yeah. <laughs> about the bullet and how it couldn't have came from the library, and that it had to be there. There had to be a second shooter. Yes. Roger McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I just absolutely love that episode. I love JFK. This episode, I absolutely love the movie JFK, which we actually, pro- this episode prompted us and the trip to Dealey Plaza prompted us to watch JFK in the, in the car on the yes. way to oh, New yes. Orleans. That's right. For the next uh leg of our road trip which is which new orleans played a big role in the uh whole jfk thing too so it was cool yeah yeah i love i love jerry does an amazing job of reenacting that whole scene yeah and and newman uh wayne knight is in is is he he's in jfk the movie which ties it together to the scene which makes it even better it's just like it's so perfect in the way they do it it's so well done Wayne Knight works on the uh, the legal team that is um, saying that it was an inside job, yeah, or that or that uh, they're trying to dispute the uh, the government's investigation or whatever, saying that there was like there was other people involved other than Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, he's on that legal team. All right, so. Jerry's phone number again gets brought up. KL5. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing, I guess. They used to use that in Hollywood. It used to be, we always used to hear 555, but KL5 is like another, which yeah, I don't that, understand. I guess that's the same, isn't it? Isn't it well, five, it's five, the letters five? that are associated with, uh, you know, because there's the letters underneath the numbers on the phone. Yeah. Like on five, it's five, it's JKL. So KL five would be yeah would be five 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 so it's yeah I wonder if that's consistent they mentioned Jerry's number in a different episode and I'm not I can't look back now but if he's consistently five 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 eight three eight three if that's his number yeah uh, it's also the number for Van De- for what Delay Industries <laughs> no 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 you're way off you're way off. <laughs> This is an apartment building. <laughs> I love two Kramers on the phone. George is trying to call it. Kramers on the phone doing giving golf, talking about his golf game. Right. So he's amazing at basketball and golf. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, I have some stuff in the categories, so we'll go there. Let's jump to the categories. Okay. So we have uh, up, down, even, steep. Uh, George is down, way so, down. He's not at the depths of uh, the Julius Caesar. I was gonna ask you, is he? He's not there. Are we no. sure about that? No, not yet. Because I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess he must have had to have walked in that. Sheet. <laughs> he had no money. Yeah, he had no money, so, so he, he walked, walked in the sheet. Yeah. Well, I let's think. analyze this a little bit here. So, okay. not to cut you out, cut up, but no, no. So no. he he walked from the hotel room to the coffee shop in a yeah. sheet. In a sheet. Okay, so that's bad, and that's probably 
you're probably right but and he's got this he, episode, mi- he missed his interview he missed his interview yeah he well, has this, no money and he lo- he loses his uh suit from uh Stu Ginsburg. Mo, Mo Ginsburg. Mo, Mo Ginsburg. It's like $350 suit. Yeah. So you have, well, this episode you have him, he's going to lose his unemployment potentially. He yeah. gets he gets thrown out of the cab. Right. <laughs> he gets possibly roughed up by the police officer. Right. Uh, and then he's, he's in his boxer shorts, like on Jerry's floor, <laughs> not yeah. getting the latex salesman job. He it's is pretty I mean, comparable. Yeah, it's up there, but I still think you're right. I think the Julius Caesar level is is worse because although he's in his boxers on Jerry's floor, like that's much less bad than like strolling across town and into New public York place. City. Yeah, into a public place with a sheet around you. So yeah, yeah, continue. So you did George. Elaine is up. Jerry is even Stephen Downish, and Kramer, shockingly enough, is kind of down. And I'll explain. So Elaine's up because this great guy, this ball player, asked her out now. <laughs> um, Jerry is Downish, even Stephen, because he's been put on the back burner. Yeah, uh, by Keith, but you know he's still a guy. It's not like a big deal. Um, and Kramer's down because now his well, this guy that he believes spit on him, um, yeah. is becoming like uh, it's it, he's stepping into the world of Jerry and he's like hanging out with Jerry. Now he's taking Elaine out, so like Kramer's kind of down, he's getting pushed. He has to deal with this Keith Hernandez guy now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Kramer down. How about that? Yeah, I, who would have <laughs> ever thought that would happen? But he, very temporary. Very. Yeah, definitely. So deep cuts, nitpicks, or observations? Um, deep cuts um, or observations. That I, so obviously Keith Hernandez in the uh, game six. And this is um, what, when? When was this filmed? This one ninety one. I think it's 90 or 91, yeah. This, I want to say in 1990 was the spring training that Keith Hernandez and Daryl Strawberry got into a fight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 89 or 90. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was 90. So I'm surprised that Keith doesn't have a black eye in the Daryl Strawberry. (laughs) They're in the photo. Um, They're in the team photo. They're in a fist fight. Yeah. So yeah, and Keith Hernandez is awesome. He's awesome now when he does his TV broadcast. Yeah, he yeah. just doesn't give a shit. Just great. Yeah. Um, the smoking, uh, Elaine. We saw in the, the suicide episode. The suicide, yeah. That she hates smoking, and that comes up, and it'll come up on the second half of the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I smoke, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm a smoker, but I cannot stand cigarette ashtrays like near food. I hated <laughs> I hated smoking in restaurants. Like not so much the diner, because the diner is kind of like a coffee shop diner. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like back sure. in the day when smoking was allowed in restaurants, I I hate eating with smoke in the air and stuff, and like 
cigarette butts around. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's um, gross. And I'm a smoker, so that tells you something. <laughs> um, the fact that that actually was a thing is just nuts. To yeah. Think about it now. Oh, and like God, people smoking in restaurants, right next to food, on airplanes, and like an enclosed doctors' tube. offices. People yeah, used to just, smoke in the nursing homes. That's just so crazy. Inside, about, like yeah. the nurses used to smoke at the station. Isn't that crazy? People used to smoke at work. Yeah, like you'd be in your office smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, just like in the office working on paperwork, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. That's what everything, everything must have smelled like shit all the time. Yeah. Well, you see the papers, they're all curled and yellow from <laughs> <laughs> the gross cigarette. Fucking, oh, ugh. I know. Um, obviously, we talked about a couple of the JFK um, yeah. thing, which, which I love. I love Newman is right back on the show again after yeah. you. This is the Newman iconic episode, I think. This yeah. is when they say like this guy has to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- I don't, I don't know if it really worked like that, but I feel like they brought him on and they were like, "This guy is so perfect for the show. He has yeah. to be on all the like nice more episodes." Pretty boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking the. The way they filmed that, like the Zabruder film, is just oh, so cool. Yeah. They're 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 common. I don't think they get enough credit for like how smart they are too. Yeah, like they're they do a lot of like you know poppy like kind of funny jokes, but they have some really sophisticated comedy. Yeah, awesome. for sure. But yeah, that's that. I don't know. I just going through that some stuff that jumped out. I'm sure you got. I'm sure you have. Oh, who's drinking coke? Uh, uh, no, George was drinking Diet Coke in this one. <laughs> really? Yeah, George had one. It's when Elaine was calling, uh, telling Jerry about Keith calling her. Uh, George is drinking a Diet Coke in that scene. He's drinking a Diet Coke over there. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous that, like, I don't know. It just became a... a no, no, it's awesome. It became, like, part of the show, like, Coke Corner. Um, yeah, oh, I was searching out, search out beverages. But well, there's my so fashion many... report. I already I touched on it during the the synopsis. Like Jerry has that shirt should just be burned. <laughs> that shirt might be worse than the fucking puffy shirt. That yeah, I that's honestly, how bad that shirt is. I think I would wear the puffy shirt before I wore that shirt. Yeah, because at least true. the puffy shirt oh. is like it's not weird. Like it's this weird red, and it's like. What's on that thing? Like lobsters? Like what is it's going on? Busy. It's too busy. It is yeah, too busy is perfect for that. But the uh, there's so many callbacks and call forwards in this episode. You have Biff, you have Bandelay Industries, which is Bandelay yeah. again. You have Jerry's alter ego brought yeah. forward, Cal Barnson. Cal Barnson. Yeah. You have uh, Hennigan's. Yeah. You have Jerry's phone number again. You have the baby. You got to yes. see the baby. You yeah. have the cigarette thing is just like uh, Elaine's thing with the cigarettes, which ties into Boyfriend Part Two, obviously. But it get brought, got brought up before, and then like the unemployment thing is like an arc that uh, George has been going through for a while now. Right. Yeah. Um, I have. There's probably more, but that's that's a few of them there. Yeah, I do have a a nitpick, and I actually did research. Oh boy! 
ding, 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 ding. turns out good. We need like a, a fucking sound for research because it never happens. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it, it's not good whenever we research, but go ahead. All right. So this research, <laughs> I researched something I actually know about, and that's sports. Okay, that helps. So, so what happened was June 14th, 1987, oh. Mets, Phillies. Is so I was real? like, I wanted to look it up because I was like, I wonder if this is actually like a true date and what happened. So now they have baseballreference.com. You could go on there and you could find any box score from fucking forever. Yeah. So I was like, let me go look and see if they actually played the Phillies. That Please day. tell me that they did. I wish it, they did, but they didn't. Ugh. And I don't know why. See, I, just, I guess it's because the way it sounds, June 14th, 1987, it just sounds like you could say it a certain way and it sounds like more important or something i don't know yeah. but they didn't even play the phillies that day who'd they play june 14th 1987 mets pirates okay who won mets mets win seven to three okay and then keith hernandez he was on the team yeah um at the time yeah. there was no crucial keith hernandez error because there was he no errors, errors by the mets and he never made errors. That's probably why they couldn't figure it out because he probably had three errors in his fucking season in 1987. That's what I'm saying. Like Keith Hernandez, they consider him one of the best defensive first basemen ever. It's funny too because uh, June 14th, 1987, Keith Hernandez, two for four with the home run. Whoa, he never homered really. And his uh, boxing buddy, Daryl Strawberry, actually had a home run that day well, too. Yeah. Of course he did. So he yeah, had 39 that year. I yeah, think 39. Keith yeah. only had 10 that year. Yeah, his Keith hit his eighth on that day. So I just I thought I would look into that, and there's a nitpick. And I I mean it's not that big of a deal, but like now that yeah. when they made this, they probably never thought somebody would be able to research it. Right, can, right. So it's like... who the fuck has time to dig through the <laughs> fucking microfiche at the library to figure out <laughs> like you know what i mean because at yeah. the time that's what you would have to do yep if but we now, had to re- yeah now you don't um we would have to go to yeah that would be and ask him to get a, a copy of the microfiche from 1987's new york times oh <laughs> 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 uh, no that would be too fucking perfect if it was real yeah yeah yep. they should have at least said mets pirates then yeah, they should have, or or said, made it a different date. I'm sure they could have found a different date when he actually made an error, yeah. or so, you know something. But I, like I said, it's probably again they probably didn't think anybody would research it, and they yeah. and the way it sounds, it kind of just has that forceful <laughs> feeling to it. June 14, yeah. 1987. Yeah. So, so okay, yeah, let's... well that that research didn't turn out to be. Uh damaging to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah usually those those uh researches go way off the rails they go hey they go haywire (laughs) (laughs) well i researched something i actually know about so so that was the key (laughs) stayed awake during baseball games um so but uh side characters we have uh we really have three on this episode we have the cabbie do you have anything on him he's good he plays a play you could he plays the getting annoyed by the second uh with george well you know like he's just sitting there like 
doing his thing. George is being annoying as fuck and like <laughs> he did in the in the cabbie's face and then yeah. he, he can't take it anymore and he just like throws him out. <laughs> Which is great. Like that's all good. Um uh, and then yeah, yeah, Miss Sokol. Yeah. Uh she's nasty. Um but she's good. <laughs> you like gum? I got a gum I guy. I got a gum guy. <laughs> I have boxes of gum over here in minutes. Yeah. No, but she's she's okay. She's kind of funny. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode. We get to meet her daughter, who, yeah. who uh is single, if you can believe it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> now we have keith who's awesome yeah keith's awesome sokol is just i think she's the perfect pick yeah, for yeah. uh unemployment lady she's just she, like not she, giving in any of george's shit at this point yeah she she's cat they casted her perfect that was yeah the perfect casting uh, yeah so all the side characters work all, they're they're good I, I don't have a problem with anybody any of them it's a great episode. Yeah. So do you have uh best line or scene? As as much as it's probably like it's a popular one, like the reenactment of the JFK is the best scene in the whole the whole Yeah. Thing. I, I I mean I love the line, like I said earlier, about George criticizing Jerry's stand up, but the scene where they're going through the JFK scene, yeah. it's it's perfect. That's absolute comedy perfection. Yeah. And if you if you love the JFK movie like we do, and like uh, it just it's fucking ridiculously well yeah. done, just ridiculous. Um, Takes a right turn in midair, mind you, <laughs> and lands on Newman's left thigh. That is one magic loogie. <laughs> it's just yeah. and you can even hear one. It's crazy too because when you hear the uh, when he's doing that. You hear the recognition in the crowd. Yeah. And then at the end, they pause for the one magic loogie, and he, the crowd just erupts. Like yeah. the, the in studio audience, it just yeah. erupts with laughter. Yeah. Because they know that is just fucking gold. Yeah. Another favorite line of mine is, you, and so you want to be my latex salesman. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just good. It's perfect. It's good they stuff. do, they always do an amazing job of ending of ending episodes. Yeah, they, they do. Usually tying something up. The, yeah. The joke gets tied up at the end, or they end it just with like a banger like that. So, yeah. It's great. So, which character won the episode? Keith Hernandez. Yeah. he's taken i mean usually i i I tell all the characters that it's fucking jfk jr or me yeah you know what keith hernandez he was in game six yeah so this one the mvp in 1979 for my cardinals man like yeah i'm keith hernandez like he he gets a lane yeah he does yeah he's he's funny he's Uh, yeah What's I up with this does. chucker? <laughs> <laughs> like George, George is a no. George is like always funny, but he's so down in this one. Jerry yeah. kind of Jerry gets put on the back burner by Elaine and Keith. Yeah, um, Elaine is dating is now going on a date with Keith Hernandez, and uh, Kramer is getting pushed out. Yep, because. Keith, he can't stand Keith Hernandez, and he's like moving in on the on the crew. Yeah, 
How does Keith uh, win the episode? Yeah, I think Jerry is absolutely hilarious in, episode, in this episode. Yeah, this is really one of his funniest episodes. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, He's really, but he's I think you're right. I, I think yeah. it's funny because this episode, Keith Hernandez definitely wins the episode. <laughs> the next one, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Um, so that being said, which episode won the face-off? And the, boyfriend. Boyfriend. the boyfriend, part one. Part one. So are you willing to do it? Because I'm thinking I am. I Oh, my God. So crazy. Like, I want to. So I'm going to say it like this. I'm knocking the Chinese restaurant off the King of the Hill. With this, with this being said, I'm combining, even though we haven't covered it, I'm combining it with part two. So yeah. it's not just part one is King of the Hill. It's the boyfriend, the whole thing, part one and two. Because it's it's so good. I was gonna say I was gonna knock Chinese restaurant off, but then the episode ends so abruptly. Like I wish there was a part two, but there is. So yes, yes. (laughs) God damn you! I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be the one to do it. So we both are doing it. Yeah. No. I I I went in. I said, "Oh yeah, this is so good." Then I I'm watching. I'm watching. Like this episode is so good it's so funny oh my it's god got everything and i started going in my head i'm like am i knocking it off i'm like is this it it has to be because it's got so much yeah there's so much comes out of this episode yes in terms of carry through with you gotta see the baby which which them going down to the hamptons that's one of my favorite episodes of all yeah. time like what comes out of that fucking episode i mean kramer Um, golfing and this he's even got a golf club in this episode which ties into so much golfing shit that goes on later it's so many things spring from this episode you finally got newman uh you know he's he's in the previous one but like now he's in the show he's got some shit going on he hates keith hernandez yeah um jerry's fucking amazing uh like he's so funny in the whole episode, the entire from beginning to end. George is funny, of course. Yeah. Um, there's just so many funny things, and like I, it, I, I, I'm you're left wanting more. Like you said, you're like I, I wish there was a second part to the episode because it's like <laughs> it's true, you know. Yeah. You just want more of this. Like, what's going on here? Um, yeah so i think it definitely for both of us knocks it yeah off. And, and, i didn't i didn't for the longest i didn't I, until i watched it i'm like this isn't gonna knock it off but when i watched it, i said holy shit yeah this is this has got so much seinfeld in it yes with um just all all the stuff on the show that comes back comes up again just all different stuff it's great. Yep, and it's got baseball and it's got Base for us like yeah. baseball, JFK the movie, like all this stuff that we just love. So it's really uh, so. Next time, remind me, and hopefully we remember. But I want to take your temperature on which one, boyfriend part one or boyfriend part two, you like better. So when okay. we talk about that next time, we'll we'll discuss which one, which episode we like better. Um, so we'll do that, and then we'll tie up the show here. So tune in next time to Sign Bros and find out which president Carol's baby resembles and where George's car breaks down. See you.
It's fine. Add it in after and be like, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time to sign bros. <laughs>